What's up, Alex? Yeah, the warranty is going to be clutch. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every Wednesday live cast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get tabletop gaming products, all kinds of fun stuff, advice on how to play the games, you can get your models painted, I mean we do pretty much everything, Frankie. Just about, except we, just, for we even fix washing machines apparently. Uh, I No, I failed at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. For those of you who are like, what is Frankie talking about? Uh, I recently was lucky enough to be able to purchase a home. Got a brand new washer and it was not working. That was quite the journey figuring out what was wrong with that, but got it figured out. You know the other thing we don't do at Frontline Gaming? Windows. No? Haha, I'm just kidding, yes we do. I've washed the windows on the building <laughs> many, many times. All right everybody, thank you so much for joining us for the show, we hope you enjoy it. We also hope everybody that celebrates Thanksgiving had a wonderful holiday. I know I sure did. Put on three pounds. Champion. I was like, ah! I've been, for those of you who've been watching the show, been on kind of like a fitness journey, getting back into shape after I put on the COVID-19 pounds, like a lot of people did. And um, I got, I dropped 16 pounds in like, yeah, just about six weeks. And then I went back up three. Going the wrong direction. <laughs> I did. But I had, um, I had a bunch of family over for two, for two weeks, which normally would sound hellish. But uh, considering I just moved into a new home, it was actually super fun. Uh, we had a three, a five, and a seven-year-old running around, and uh, that was a lot of fun. If it was in an apartment, it would not have been, but uh, in the house, it's, it was a blast. Four animals and eight people. It's quite a bit. Yeah. It's a full house. Yeah. Like the show. Yeah, but it was super fun, and then, of course, we were super safe, too. Like, everybody was taking precautions before they came, because I know a lot, of, uh, a lot of areas, they were saying, try not to have more than, like, four people for Thanksgiving, which I'm yeah. sure almost everybody ignored. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was uh, something that was followed super close. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't get to see my family that much. I'm going to do it. Living <laughs> dangerously. Uh, but uh, it was super fun. And yeah, enjoyed it. Uh, it's funny though. I, I stuck to my workout routine uh, during the having my family around. But the diet? Nope. Nope. There was lots of beer, wine, turkey, stuffing. And uh, I was a real fat boy for about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun to do it. So now I went backwards three pounds, which is a little annoying. We're going to get it back. We're going to get it back. And then for anybody else who wants to uh, join a really positive, awesome uh, group, uh, 40K Fit Online, is, it's seriously the most positive Facebook group I've ever been a part of. It's a bunch of 40K enthusiasts who are all trying to get in shape or who are already in shape and they're helping other people. And the group's been growing really, really rapidly. Ultra positive. There's a lot of good information in there. It's just a good place to um, stay accountable. I know a lot of gamers have uh, issues with weight either on one end or the other end of the spectrum, either you know too big or, or too thin, and uh, nutrition and all that stuff can be confusing. So consider joining. It's free, and there's great people in it. Yeah, it's like you said, it's super positive. Everybody's very encouraging, so I definitely recommend it as well. Yeah, it's like, honestly, it's one of the groups I'm like the proudest to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> pretty cool. Everyone's like super nice and yeah. uh, and a lot of people are making really good positive um, changes to their to their life. They're losing weight or there's a couple guys in there like, I'm preparing for a 55 mile ultra marathon. I'm like, you get it, bro. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Uh, but how was your Thanksgiving, Frankie? Oh, it was good. It was nice and chill. I uh, worked a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you were been selling a lot of... Uh, FLG nice. products, yeah. so I've uh, been putting in extra hours. Um, so I worked and then just went home, cooked some tri-tip, and it was nice and relaxing, so yeah. it was good. Yeah, no, I want to say thank you to uh, Frankie and Adrienne and the rest of the crew. Everybody's been working. Like, we have people working up until, like, really late at night and seven days a week right now, and we might as well touch on that, I guess, since we're already talking about it. So yeah. anybody that did order any of the products during the Black Friday slash Cyber Monday, Cyber Week is what they're calling it now, uh, sale. We th sincerely thank you. We pay off a ton of like bills and all that stuff during this period of the time of the year, as do you know most most companies. So we really appreciate it. Uh, the downside is that the volume is in way far far greater than in, in any other time of the year. So we do slow down. 
So we uh, appreciate it if you can just be patient with us, but we we literally are working seven days a week right now to try and get the orders uh, processed as, as fast as possible. Yep, we had guys here last night until 2 a.m. So yeah. we're trying our hardest to get everything out super fast. Also, due to the holidays, the hobby box was delayed a little bit, but they are going out this week. You guys should be getting tracking numbers, and uh, we'll be announcing the winners of the raffle on the show. So stay tuned. Awesome. In the chat, and if you are listening to us on uh, uh, via podcast, or you're watching us on YouTube, and you're like, what are they talking about the chat? We live stream the show at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can join us. It's super fun. You can join via Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. And in the chat, Marcos Castellano said he already bought a couple mats during the sale and he's already got them. Yay. So that, that's better than any other year. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah, it's better than any other year. But, yeah. uh, and Justin Kiefer, what's up, brother? In the chat, a uh, really good dude. Check out their podcast as well. It's awesome. Uh, business is a booming. Yeah, the Black Friday sale, we um, actually set a new sales record, which we're really excited about. And again, thank you to everybody for helping making that possible because... We would not be here if you guys didn't buy stuff from us. That is the facts. That's <laughs> true. That is the simple facts. So, Joshua Herrera, I love you too. Thank you. That made my day. I appreciate that. All right, so let's go ahead and jump on in and talk about what's what this week in the Warhammer hobby. So much great news. There was not a lot of news. So much news. We're going to make the best of it, though. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, Landrill just got his bundle today. Awesome. Hope you enjoy it. And again, thank you for the business. Yep. Sorry, it took so long. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just, I mean, you know, we're not, we're a company of 10 full-time employees, right? Like, yeah, we can we're only, small. <laughs> we can yeah. only do what we can do. Yeah. It's always funny when people call in and they like think we're like Walmart or something. Yeah. And they're, I'm, we're like, you know, we know, we understand there's been a delay. We're really sorry. But like, you know, the, the two of the guys in the factory are, can't even drink beer yet. <laughs> Cut us a little yeah. slack, please. Don't round up. Uh, we only have eight employees recently. Yeah, well, that's true. Oh, that's true. No, we did. We just, We're not double digits. We just, uh, um, yeah, it might as well. Uh, uh, Mariana has actually moved on to new and exciting projects and is no longer with the company. Uh, we yep. wish her fond farewell. Was an awesome team member. She will be missed. And uh, hopefully we'll still see her at uh, conventions and stuff like that. Yeah, hopefully she's not a stranger. And uh, make sure to follow her on Instagram and stuff and see what she's up to. Yeah, she's always doing cool stuff. But yeah, we actually shrunk. We're a smaller company than we were. <laughs> so this week's uh, pre-order from Games Workshop, it's almost not worth talking about because no one got it. But yay! it was the Blood Angels uh, Codex Space Marine supplement and then some new uh, kits such as the very, very cool Gladiator. That model is sick. Yeah. Uh, but we got two. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, we did. Also, who's excited for those Christmas bundles? <laughs> nobody. Yeah, we got, nobody can we got one of each. We got one of each, and then GW was nice enough. They're like, you know what? On your next order, you'll be able to order more. But then if you go to GW's website, they're sold out of like all but two. You're like, thanks, guys. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> uh, Leather Jacket 9, we actually – Leather Jacket 9 asks, are you guys hiring? And, yes, we actually are right now hiring yeah. – for a uh, warehouse position. If somebody in the Vegas area is interested, please email Frankie at frontlinegaming.org or you can ma uh, email me, contact at frontlinegaming.org. I know a lot of people need work right now. Uh, it's a good job. We pay um, better than what the normal wages. And we're very excited to announce we are gonna be offering health benefits in 2021 as well. We're really excited about that. That's not something that we've been able to afford to do in the past, so. Pretty awesome. Yep. Got to try and take care of our peeps and ourselves. I'm getting old. <laughs> I need to be able to go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm so not looking forward. For any guy out there that's 40, you know it's I'm about to turn 40. Ugh. I've been dreading this day forever, man. When you have to go do the prostate exam. Oh, my goodness. I'm <laughs> not looking forward to this. What? It's, it's like a bonus. Ooh. It's like an extra. I'm just going to read some Slanesh literature first. Get there myself. There you go. Just get, get myself real amped up. up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, they have to sedate my dad when he does it. No. Yeah. Really? Yep. They like hit him with a tranquilizer. He's so old school. <laughs> He's like, no. That they have to actually sedate him to, to do it. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that, but no one wants to hear about that. So let's talk about other things. I think everybody wants to hear about it. <laughs> oh, boy. About it, so. I, well, dude, you'd like, rather spawn yourself. 
I, well, yeah, by living long enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ch- chose not to. Oh boy. Um, so at any rate, if you could, if anybody got some of these uh, models, good for you. We didn't get barely any, and I, I sincerely hope uh, Games Workshop can solve the supply chain issues because, um, you know, it stinks. We're getting literally one or two of these products. It's almost not worth talking about them. Yeah, because nobody could get them. <laughs> well, it's really unfortunate because, as we've been seeing, GW is doing a great job of marketing, and they're like, "Yeah, aren't you excited for this release? Here's a cool video. Oh, look at this cool stuff." And then everybody's like, "All right, how do I get it?" And they're like, "You can't." <laughs> Jokes on you, dum dum. You're like, oh, oh man, cool. that's they they got one piece of the puzzle together. They're like marketing on point, production, frontline gaming production, boom. <laughs> <laughs> They got Ferrari marketing. Yeah, they followed the wrong company. They should have gone with no, somebody else. They got yeah. Tesla marketing. Yeah. Frontline manufacturing capability. Yeah. They got two 20-year-olds. They've got two guys in the <laughs> warehouse working full-time and other people stay late. They're like, yeah, oh, man, oh, this boy. isn't working. It's weird. I hope that they resolve this issue soon because it's really yeah. frustrating. Um, it's frustrating for us. Obviously, it hurts our income. It's uh, frustrating for the customers because they can't get it. But... Um, you know, and we're not trying to slam them too too much because no, you know they're working through issues themselves. It's it's they're, they're facing challenges too. It's just really it's a frustrating situation. Yep. Uh, but next week, hopefully, <gasps> we get more than one or two of these. I think we get three. Reese. Oh boy! <laughs> Aren't you excited? Christmas is saved. There you go. Oh boy! I won't miss my first mortgage payment. <laughs> excited for that. Uh, this week's pre-order or coming up is going to be the uh, what is it? Dire Chasm for Warhammer yeah. Underworlds. It's like the prostate exam. <laughs> a little. I would rather have this than that. <laughs> um, hilariously, so there is a Slanesh faction in here. Um, so I really like the uh, Lumineth models that come in it. I'm definitely going to pick these up just because I, I I love the variety. They look cool. Um, I still I am not a fan of Elf Man. With the cow on the top of his pointy no. helmet, that looks so dumb. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And how come every model has a bonsai tree on the bottom? That's just a part of their theme, dude. It's, it's just... mountains and trees, bro. <laughs> Everywhere we stand, there's a bonsai. I know they're almost all on the same base. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Every single one. But uh, I really love all the models. I'll just clip that stupid cow thing off the top of his head. Yeah. Uh, I, the archer is super duper cool, and I love the wizard with the owl. That guy's going into a D and D campaign. Faux show. Yeah, the archers are sick. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really, really cool. Yeah. You know, and for the first time, the Slanesh models, I'm really not sold on. I don't really care for them. Really? Um, oh, the spear looks... Th- that was, I was going to say, that's sad. my favorite. The, the both of them, the one with the glaive and the one with the spear. Yeah. I like the, like, mini Keeper of Secrets looks a little too silly. Yeah, that one doesn't look cool. And the archer looks like, the archer looks like he or she or, or whatever just got done with going to, like, an aerobics class and then picked up a bow. Like, that person should be in a Pilates class right now. Maybe they did. You know, don't, I don't judge. Know. I mean, the sculpting is, is amazing per usual, and the quality is great, but I just, I'm just not, they're not my favorite. No. That doesn't mean anything. That's just my opinion. But, eh. What do you think? The Archer's still pretty cool. I like, like the Archer it? and the Spearman. Yeah. Well, like, the leader of the Spearman, like, I, is phenomenal. Yeah. And the one with the glaive, too. Like, I, I really like that. The pose is super cool. Yeah. They're, they're more relaxed. They're a more relaxed group. They don't like to fight, but if they do, yeah. they'll mess you up. Yeah, I would actually come in. That's a little. That's more scary. Yeah, it's either the, the when if you're lining up to do some Warhammer Underworlds battle. Yeah, if the team comes in doing the haka, that's scary. Or if they come in like relaxed, like they just woke up, out, got out of bed. They're like the guy from Game of Thrones. Your uh, favorite character? Oh yeah, the the Viper. Yes, my favorite character. He's better in the book than Who he is in the punked. show. Oh, I know. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> You know what it's, it reminds me of is my, uh, I'm a big uh, MMA fan, and my favorite fighter, top three of all time, is Fedor Emelianenko. He's one of the greatest fighters ever. He's considered the greatest for a long time. Uh, Russian fighter. He was famous for coming into the fight stone cold calm, like completely relaxed. And it was like, in some ways, it was way more intimidating than the, the guys that come in and make a big show, jump around and... Like, ah, he was just, you know, it was like bizarre. Like, how is this guy so calm? He's about to it's intimidating. step yeah. into the ring and like, and he fought in pride too. And that pride was a whole different animal. Like everyone was doing steroids and there was like no weight classes and stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. No weight classes was insane. Yeah. I mean, they did change eventually, but yeah. you'd see like 
you'd see things you're like, how is this legal? Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, if anybody wants, if anybody's a fight fan and you want to see some of the most amazing fights of all time, go back and look up Fedor. He, the guy was unreal. If he would have been born just a little bit later, he'd be like, you know, yeah, superstar could. right now. Um, at any rate, get ready for that. Uh, beyond just a dire chasm for Warhammer Underworlds, they're also releasing some new box sets yeah. for Warcry. And again, even if you don't play Warcry, um, it's just a nice selection of a variety of models, which I love. You don't have to buy a whole unit just to get like maybe one or two models that you wanted. Yeah, that's fair. That's my favorite part about it, honestly. Yeah. I haven't opened up my uh, Warcry box set yet. The last one, I've just been too busy, but... The models I, are incredible. Dude, it looks so awesome. I can't wait to dig into it. Uh, we already covered the Black Friday topic, so yeah, again, we did. thank you for being patient. Thank you for your business. Cannot wait. Uh, Alex Holly says, who was that Brazilian guy that fought in Pride? He was an animal. There was a lot. You're probably talking about Vanderlei Silva, a.k.a. the Axe Murderer. He was awesome, but uh, I could go on and on, but that was my favorite period of time in, in MMA, but... Yeah, Vanderlei Silva. Again, if you want to go see some crazy, some crazy fights, go look that up. Although the craziest one from Pride, I promise I'll move on. You want to see the craziest fight of all time? Look up Don Fry, Don the Predator Fry versus the Japanese guy against the, the the Japanese guy that had gigantism. That yeah. is the gnarliest fight I've ever seen in my life. It's like ten minutes of just punching each other in the face. It's the most full blast <laughs> gnarly thing I've ever seen. Brutal, dude. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Don, and then also watch Don the Predator Fry's uh, induction into the uh, uh, UFC Hall of Fame. His speech is one of the greatest speeches I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Crow Cop, yeah, Crow Cop is one of my top uh, fighter, fighters of all time too. Anyway, moving on, I could go on and on about this. Uh, <clears throat> so sad news, but I know everybody's been waiting, and we've been waiting. Uh, the Las Vegas Open 2021 is 99% likely going to be canceled. The only reason that we haven't made the announcement yet is that we are still waiting to have our final meeting with the hotel. And we don't know like what stipulations and how we're going to, so um, uh, Sakuraba was also amazing. Uh, we're still trying to navigate how this is all going to work out. But for you as the consumer, for you as the attendee, assume it's not going to happen. Uh, the reason why just you know, 15 days ago, we thought we were we were gonna to uh, be able to do it, but um, Nevada just went into a, about a week ago. Just went into a much stricter lockdown where you can only have gatherings of 50 people per room as opposed to 250. Obviously, that doesn't work. Doesn't really work, and that's gonna go for at least three weeks. I'm almost positive it's gonna be going longer. Yeah. Um, the new administration that's coming in. Uh, has also said they're going to institute a four to six week strict lockdown as soon as they come in. That's going to be right around the time of um, the LVO 2021. We just decided we're getting too close to the event to risk it. It's just not fair to anybody. And I, I doubt we're even going to be able to do it, honestly. So Yeah, we dragged it out for as long as we can. But we want to give you guys time to uh, make your decision, cancel plans, all that. So, um yeah, just be ready for the main announcement on our website. Hope I think that'll probably be towards the end of the week. And We're, then yeah. uh, we'll have a spreadsheet that you guys fill out just like the SoCal Open. Yeah, it's, it's it, the only reason we haven't made the announcement is because we're still, still waiting to have this call. It's supposed to be this week. I'm just waiting for them to reach out because um, we have to figure out, you know, how like how it's going to be structured and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and again, go check out the refund policy at the Las Vegas Open 2021 page. Uh, it's been up the whole time, obviously. Um, we anticipated that this was a possibility. But you have four options for the way that you can handle your ticket. The most generous one, of course, no one's required to do this. Um, you can consider it a donation to the event, uh, which thank you so much, because there's a lot of the money that, there's a lot of money that we don't get back on, on the event. Now, don't worry, we're not gonna go out of business. This isn't gonna sink our ship. It's gonna hurt a lot, but you know, I don't want anybody to feel compelled. Like we're not like begging, like, please give us the ticket. Yeah. If you, if you're feeling generous and you want to help out and you want to donate it, that's awesome. But, um, we will, we will survive this. It's not going to be awesome. Yeah. We've been preparing for it all year. So yeah. we took the right steps to prepare for it. Of course it's going to hurt. Like we said. Um, so yeah, choose any of the four options that you guys prefer. Um, but like we said, of course, we do appreciate the generosity from people, especially people that are transferring it or donating and it, all that stuff helps out a lot. So yeah, why don't you go over the other three options? Yeah. So you can, uh, uh, transfer all your tickets to the following year. 
Uh, you can transfer your uh, purchase price into our web cart and you can buy whatever you want with 100% um, of what you, uh, the tickets that you purchased. Um, and then the last one is a refund with 10% service fee. Yep. So no matter what, you're gonna be good to go. The refund to do a normal, I'm sorry, the deadline to do a normal refund was yesterday. Um, or I'm sorry, two days ago, Monday, the 30th. However, obviously due to the fact that COVID is causing this, it kicks into the other part of the refund policy. So everyone's gonna be good to go. We'll accept, uh, you can email us and let us know what you want to do up until the day before the event. We're gonna make it as easy as possible for everybody. But after the event is passed, that's we'll just consider your ticket a donation at that point in time. So just make sure to let us know what you wanna do. Uh, and then lastly on this topic, besides it being very sad, and all of us being really, really ready for COVID to be done, because this is annoying, is um, that because we're expecting a big rush of people and we can't afford to, if, if, if a ton of people want money back uh, all at once, we can't do that. It's too disruptive to our cash flow situation. Um, so we have to spread it out for the business to function and be healthy and being able to pay payroll and all that, we have to spread it out. So um, if we get a big rush of people that all want a cash refund, just be prepared that we're, we're gonna have to spread those out so as not to hurt the company too much, so. Yeah. Yep. And that's all in the refund policy. So. Yep, so it just may take a little extra time to get you the refund, but it, everybody will be taken care of, so. Yep, we will take care of y'all the way you all take care of us. Yep. No one's gonna get hosed. Nope. Okay, la, uh, that was a bummer. I was not looking forward to making that announcement. But uh, a positive announcement. Ooh. The uh, Hobby Box winners for the contest associated with the Hobby Box, the first uh, effort at this, we do have the winners for you, all 15 winners. And we're going to read them off on the show. All of you, if you hear your name, please, I mean, obviously we're going to email you as yeah. well, but if you hear <laughs> your name or if it's your buddy or whatever, let them know so that they can claim their prize. And uh, congratulations to everybody that won. And thank you for everybody that uh, participated. Corey Schultz says he'll trade my, his ticket for my cat. <laughs> you can have Panda over my dead body, sir. She <laughs> is my little homie. Yeah. Dude, this morning I was, <laughs> this morning I was doing, um, I was doing leg curls. Uh, I was doing an exercise where we have to lay on the ground. Yeah. And she like jumped on me and I was like, cat, like what are you spotting me here? And like, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna start doing my work. Doing the exercise, she never moved the whole time. She's like, I got you. I was like, you need to be like giving me a pump up speech right now. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and announce these winners. So, Frankie, would you like me to do it or would you like to do it since this was all your baby? you. I don't feel probably like smart, reading all those names. <laughs> probably, a smart, probably a smart call. Um, all right, Hobby Box giveaway. So these are people that entered into the contest and they won a Hobby Box. The Hobby Box sold out in a day. Yep. We saved some so that we could give away something to give away. So Slade Hart, which that is the coolest name I've ever heard in my life. If that's your legit name, I like it. Dude, I almost want to like change my last name so I can name my eventual son Slade Hart. Stoneheart. It sounds like a, almost like a porn name or something. Like <laughs> oh, jeez. It could be. It probably is, actually. That is such a good name. I think Slade anything sounds like a badass. Slade's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so the winners of the Hobby Box, Slade Hart, Benjamin Morgan, Alexander Wu, and Kara May. The winner of the Mega Hobby Box giveaway, it's about three times as large as the normal Hobby Box. This is the big daddy that goes to Matt Peckins. The Katachan Colonel, yes, we still have one. <laughs> the Katachan Colonel giveaway goes to Steven Salinas. The Terminator Chaplain Terentius, or Terentius, that was a limited edition uh, special model. Oh boy, this one goes to Arcuid <laughs> Brunestud. Brun, Brunst, Arcuid Brunestud. See why I didn't want to read it? <laughs> I went through a, all the names, I was like, nah. It's a tongue twister. Uh, well, hopefully I said your name in a way that you understand what I just said. Yeah. Uh, and then the winners of the Space Marine dice sets, these are the uh, very limited themed dice for like salamanders raven guard etc and these are going to be first come first serve so the uh, if you hear your name first you get your first pick so on so forth down the line and then patrick crone gets whatever's left yep make sure to email frankie at frontlinegaming.org if you do hear your name and like reese said we'll be sending you guys an email as well uh, bill gortz was the first winner followed by justin jacobs 
followed by Mike Royer, Robert Ray, Jeffrey Cooper, Charles Sales, Jeremiah Maskovich, and Patrick Crone. Ooh. You didn't see that. <laughs> Tomodachi Express in the chat says, you did make a mistake. I didn't hear my name. <laughs> there you go. But congratulations to the winners, and thank you to everybody that participated. Yep. All right. Franklin. Let's do it. Blood open, angels. Open my mind. With blood angels. To the red thirst. So first off, I was reading online that a lot of people are not super excited about the Blood Angels release. Really? Due to no new models going out for Blood Angels. <laughs> well, uh, well, hold on, bro. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Hold on, bro. They got? just got a Gladiator. Uh, that's a Space Marine tank. Look they, at the picture. They get it. They do. They get everything. They got, they they got a ton everything. of new models. No. Big they didn't babies. get any Blood Angels stuff. Oh, they just got so many new units. That they, they got Death Company Intercessors, which don't come with Death Company bits. Yeah, yeah. Take that, you crybabies. You got a Gladiator hover excited. tank. You're excited Is that not a new model? Is that a, not enough Did you have you? that last edition? Are you I not entertained? So. Come on. Holy. Goodness gracious. But looking at the Codex itself, and I'm pretty sure all Blood Angels players will agree, uh, it's pretty amazing. And uh, it plays to the Blood Angel lore really well, which so, is pretty cool. Well, tell us about it. What, what's That's the, it. That's all I got. Okay, good. That was all of it. Excellent. <laughs> Start hey, man, and finish. Give you an assignment and Boom. you nailed it. Done. You nailed it. Um, so, yeah. So, my first uh, look through, um, their stratagem, or not the stratagems, uh, their special secondaries that they can take are pretty cool. Are you um, talking about for the missions, correct? Correct. Yeah, for the missions. Um the one where you challenge your opponent, I don't think anybody's really going to take that. <laughs> it's kind of goofy. You pick one of your characters. They pick one of their characters. If I kill your character, I get points. If my character kills your character, I get points. And if I kill your character in close combat, I get points. There's points all over the place. Probably not one that will be taken uh, very often. Yeah. Um, but the other ones are really good. There's one that's a pseudo line breaker. Um, you get four points for having more units in your enemy's deployment zone than your opponent does in yours. That sounds like a mission that we used to know very well. So that's pretty strong. And then there's uh, another one for uh, death company. Uh, death company models are killing uh, your opponent's models. You get points. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Big nasty nasto in the chat says that one's terrible. <laughs> How does there that you go. sound terrible? <laughs> sounds good. I mean, I'm an idiot, but that sounds good to me. I think the main problem is looking at the codex. They there's a they really want you to take death company there's a lot of reasons to take death company there's a lot of characters above death company all this stuff but i think sanguinary guard are better than death company in my opinion and vanguard veterans are just super good well and why don't you so, dig into that why do you think sanguinary guard are better than death company because so death company has always been really really good so sanguinary guard come with a jump pack which is really good they have a the uh minus one to hit which is really powerful um and then also their weapons are two damage flat, which is really good. Are they right? uh, AP4? Uh, they're not AP4. They're only AP2, uh, I believe. Um, but they have two damage weapons, which is really good. They have three attacks base. So they have one less attack than Death Company. But I think the two up armor save, um, their weapons, and coming with a jump pack is just better. Um, and then, all, yeah, of course, there's a lot of ways to buff Death Company to where they have a lot more attacks. But um, I just I like the Sanguinary Guard. They're, I think for the points they're just more they're better rounded for the missions. They're, yeah. they're more survivable, um, and I just think they're better. In the chat, Chase is saying that he thinks Sanguinary Vets and and Vets are so much better points wise and strength. Yeah. Uh, we got JTW Geek countering saying six attacks per Death Company Assault Intercessor on the charge with Assault Doctor and Active is pretty dang good yep. reason to take Death Company. That's a compelling argument for sure. Uh, and then we have a couple, let me see. Oof. But yeah, for uh, a death company with a jump pack, you're paying 25 points. That's with no weapons. Sanguinary guard with their power weapon, they're uh, 30 points each. So you're paying five more points for a sanguinary guard that has a better save, comes with a jump pack, and has a better weapon. Yeah. So. Um, um, in the chat, though, I have to point this one out. Tomodachi Express says he's on Team Jacob on this one. Space Wolves. Over what? what? What's the vampire guy's name? Sparkly boy? Edward. Edward yeah. Oh, he even has a stupid name. <laughs> it's a strong name. What are you talking about? I know your brother's name is Edward. <laughs> no, he's Eddie. <laughs> I know. Plus. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, it just, I mean, that's like, his name should have been like Gavin or something. Gavin? Yeah, like. <laughs> Blake. 
Yeah. That would have been, been good. Just, Chad. Chad would have been really strong. <laughs> I'm uh, the vampire Chad. Yeah. Uh, but the the Blood Angels Codex overall just looks really strong. They did lose some of their cool stratagems that they had before. The 3D6, the charge is gone. Um, and they uh, they added in some new ones, which are kind of cool. I can't remember them off the top of my head. Now there's just too much info. Why don't we cover, like, their basic ability is the plus one attack, right, on the charge? Yeah, so as long as the Assault Doctrine, I believe. Yeah, as long as the Assault Doctrine is activated, you get plus one when you charge. Um, plus one attack. Uh, but there's ways to manipulate that, like Sanguinary Priests and stuff can count any doctrine as the tactical or the assault doctrine as long as you're within six inches. That's really strong. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's extremely good. Um, and then the characters in Blood Angels, oh my gosh, are just amazing. The Sanguinor, 160 points. The guy's a beast. I thought he was good before, honestly. He was just a little pricey. He was, but he's plus one attack. And now with the, one of their stratagems, there's a stratagem that all enemies within engagement range of a character have to attack him. And the Sanguinor special rule is after hero or after your opponent has charged. Wait, there's a stratagem that you have to attack him? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So it, any character can use it in the Blood Angels. Um, but the Sanguinor can use it. And then after your opponent charges, after you're done making heroic interventions, the Sanguinor can go anywhere on the table in engagement range. <laughs> what? So you just drop down like somebody charges like with their super close combat unit or even just a unit that you don't want to die, you just drop the Sanguinor, force them to attack him, and then just kill him. <laughs> that's crazy good. Yeah, so that's Holy pretty strong. Cow. And then he still has the plus one attack to everybody, so that's always really good. Um, but Seth, Gabriel Seth, you know the guy that's always been kind of a joke? I, he had his moments when he was, like, less of a joke. Dude, this guy is a beast. Yes. I'm going to interrupt you really quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Artemis is reaching out from Mexico, saying he's been enjoying it, and keep up the great work. Woo. Gracias, amigo. Yep. Oh, yeah, Tomodachi Express. Yeah, he's Sanguinor is also a minus one to hit and a four plus invo save. So. And he has a two up armor save as well. Yeah, so he's not a bad choice oh to make gosh. everything attack him. <laughs> That's insanely good. Yeah. Um, but Gabriel said he gets to attack twice, number one. Oh, with, so he's a, he's a berserker? Yep. Which, makes, which is appropriate. He has five attacks base. And then his weapon is times two strength, AP two, three damage. It's not bad. So it's pretty good. And then his special rule is all flesh terrors within uh, six inches of him. On a six, they get plus one damage. <laughs> he's amazing. But he's still on foot. I mean, no, that yeah, is. Yeah, and he's only 150 points. He's amazing. Uh, he is really good. Fat Jay. He is really good. Fat Jay in the chat. This is the salty banana, of course. He says, don't, in don't interrupt the best 40K player right. in the world. Step down. I'm sorry, Frankie. Yeah. I should know, yeah, my, I should know my role here <laughs> down on Jabroni Avenue. <laughs> uh, but like everybody's saying, there's a million characters in here that like buff. Okay, not a million, but there's a lot of characters in here that buff Death Company. Um, Lamartis is amazing. Yeah. You can use two litanies, which is really strong. Does he still combo with the Death Company to do some of the really badass stuff that he... Because that was what you always thought. That's all that he does. Buff Death Company. <laughs> well, yeah, but... So. He used to, he used to, the combo last edition was he'd come down with a big unit of jump pack, death company, and just go smash your face. Do they still have uh, on wings of brokenness, whatever it was called? Where they move. Yeah. They, so the death company can still move before the game 12 inches. The death company. But then do they have the three inch charge out of deep they strike? Don't. Oh. oh, they don't have that. Yep. So what, how do you increase the odds of getting into combat from deep strike? Uh, I think there's some ways to get plus one at least, and then you can get rerolls to charge. Hmm, that just that um, makes that that's quite a big yeah so there, there were a lot of uh, changes to their stratagems there's a lot less of the i'm going to charge you out of deep strike stratagems um but there's there's a lot of ways that you can actually do like six inch heroic interventions with units and stuff like that neat. so but um, yeah but team jacob does that all the time that's this episode is brought to you by hp instant ink no one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash instantinkspotify. Sure. 
That's true, they do. Yeah. They I do. feel like I've kind of gone, my look has gone from Team Jacob to Team Edward. I'm definitely more on the... Yeah, you're definitely more of a Chad. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm, team, <laughs> I'm team Sparkly Chad now. Dude, uh, middle of COVID, I was all the way Team Jacob. <laughs> all in. I looked like a Viking. Going crazy. Uh, okay, well, hold on, Frankie. Stop the presses. Uh, and I what need do we got? To, I need to know. Yeah. The most powerful and iconic Blood Angels units. Tycho. Yep. Okay. Terrible. <laughs> is Moving he still on. crappy? Yeah, he's still not good. <laughs> what about the the ball the balls pattern predator? Ooh, ball you know how good it is? I didn't even look at it. That's how good well, it is. I've heard through the grapevine they can auto advance six inches. Oh dude, there's a great stratagem. Listen to this stratagem here. I All can't right. wait. Everybody sit down because uh it might knock you off your feet. You can use for one command point. A Blood Angels vehicle can auto advance six inches. Not a dreadnought. The whole game? Not a dreadnought. Well, that'd be absurd. But when you use that stratagem. Uh, I don't know. When you need to advance. I don't know. When you use that stratagem, that's when you can advance six inches. Ooh, what if you could do that to get onto an objective to win the game? <sighs> well, then game over Ooh, because right. you just won. That's right. Uh, but there are... <laughs> Yeah, so not great. Not not the best stratagem, but like you said, in a perfect scenario, I guess it could be good. Uh, well, you know, not, not every stratagem can be amazing. That's true. Um, but there are some cool relics. There's a, is a relic or a warlord trait? I think it's a warlord trait. Your warlord can take obsec away from a unit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is amazing. That is a game, that's a game winner. Yeah, especially in the missions. So that one's really strong. It might be a relic. Correct me if I'm wrong. That is that's game winning, dude. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, I think it's going to be a great codex. I was talking to Pablo earlier. Pablo thinks that uh, a shooting Blood Angels army will be really good because they still hit really uh, hard in close combat. But then you just take all the guns so that you're doing damage from range. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I think I think you're going to see more Sanguinary Guard than Death Company. But uh, Death Company troops, I think, will be really strong. The downside with Death Company, of course, is that they can't do any actions. That, so that's a big missions, Yeah. So that, that makes it really hard. Um, but overall, I think the Codex is great. The characters are amazing. And the Sanguinary Guard just look baller. And yeah. then Vanguard veterans are good for any Space Marines. And for Blood Angels, they're going to be even more appealing. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, losing the, three, the 3D6 charge out of reserves is kind of, to me, that's a big negative because that yeah. was... Like that was so flipping powerful, because um, I know with uh, with my Deathwing, I have the ability to um, increase my charge radius with. Well, no, I mean, can't Bloody Just can do this too, right? Like, can't they take the you chapter the, the chapter champion? Oh no, he has a reroll charge aura. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to get reroll charges. In but the litanies only but... work if you start on the table, correct? Uh, yeah, because you have to. Well, you isn't it an aura? What well, it, it's an aura? No, because you you roll it. And then you, you you do it at the beginning of the it. turn, and yeah, I believe right. you give it to somebody right then. Let us know in chat. I think the plus two to charge I'm, is I'm pretty certain that both units aura. have to be on the table at the beginning of the maybe turn. Not. Or maybe it's just the chaplain that has to be on the table. Let us, know. Let us know in the chat, because I'm getting myself confused right now. Pablo, what? Help us out. Pablo doesn't know. For the plus two-inch charge litany? Nobody oh, uses that. Be on the battlefield? The chaplain has to be on the battlefield for sure, but yeah. does the other unit also have to be on? It happens in your command phase. But it's an aura, right? Yeah, they're both. The chappy does. I think the two-inch charge one is an aura. I can't remember. I think because it says while this litany Tell is us. Uh, being prayed. It's in the Space Marine. Co- yeah, see, it is an aura. Get, take that guy. The, the chaplain has to be on the table. Like Jason for said. Sh- for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just start him on the The table. other unit can drop down and then get receive the benefit. Yeah. That is how rusty we are. Plus yeah. yeah. Okay. Boom. Yes. Oh, and then there's a strat. Hugh, hey, what's up, Hugh? How you doing, brother? Um, There's a, a strat to use a litany at the end of any phase. All right, well, there you go. Boom, in our face. There you go. Bam. Awesome. Thanks, everybody in the chat for, for helping us out. But, uh, uh, and then Frankie, yeah. when are we getting our first league game in? Because Ooh, I obviously yeah. need to get some reps in to knock the rust off because I am very rusty. Um, we should play this week know. if we can. Maybe. I know it's a busy week. Maybe on but Friday. It's a busy week, but we've got to get some games in. Uh, anybody that's listening in the Vegas area, my uh, my home gaming area is set up now. So Yay. I can get my get some. Everybody can come and beat up on me and uh, help me get back into fighting trim. 
because right now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, COVID has definitely uh, slowed down the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how, like with a game this complex, it's funny how quickly you lose your edge if you're yeah. not playing on a regular basis. Well, especially with how much stuff has come out this year. It's yeah. just like, unless we were going to tournaments all the time, it's hard to keep up. So What's up, Aurelio in the chat? Uh, yeah, dude, uh, if you're in my pod, I can't remember if you're in my pod in the league. If you are, yeah, right. uh, if you want to come, I'll get the beer. Um, we can even uh, barbecue some steaks or something like that. That'd be fun if you want to come over and get a game in. I think, Aurelio, you're like in the top pod, aren't you? I'm in like pod yeah, like he's, three he's or pod something. One. Yeah, that's a pod one right yeah, there. Yeah, but if you want to just come over and play a game, we could also just do that. Uh, you just got to get through the Black Friday week. Um, yeah, dude, that'd be good because I know you're on top of your game right now and I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm really excited for Blood Angels. They are, you know, I, Blood Angels are arguably the most iconic army. I mean, a, a lot of people would say Ultramarines, but if you've been playing the game for a long period of time, in the early days, Blood Angels were um, kind of shown off as much or more, in my opinion, than the Ultramarines. Now everything is, you know, on the box art, it's all Ultramarines and stuff like that. Yeah. But in the, in the first boxed game, um, if I remember correctly, it was, they were showed off as Blood Angels in the, the second edition box set. Maybe. It was the first army I ever bought. Yeah. And they're, they're really the cool, man. Like, angels. you know, high gothic space vampires is fun. Yeah. Um, so it's good that they're, they're, they're going to be a powerful army. And I think with what we've seen so far, uh, there's not been a ton, but all the codexes and codex supplements that have come out so far in ninth edition have been really good. I haven't heard really any, there's really been no big losers. Everything's been very strong. There's lots of variety. They're very thematic. And the other thing is, is that, um, not that we've tried it yet, but everything that I've read is that the uh, Crusade rules in the books have been awesome, and Blood Angels in particular have been extremely um, thematic and fun. Yeah, everybody has said these are the best Crusade rules that they've uh, produced so far, so. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, Creative War Games is watching from France. Yeah. Bonjour. Is it Bonjourno? No, Bongiorno. I speak the second best Italian. Bongiorno. <laughs> Name that quote. I probably said it wrong. Oh, yeah, it's bonjour. Okay. I took one semester of French in college uh, because I knew a couple of cute girls that were taking the class. You're like, yeah. And it was so funny because my teacher was French and he totally got it. And he was like, he's like, I know you don't really even want to be here because I, <laughs> I like sit next to the girls and he thought it was great. He's like, whatever. He's like, that's cool, man. He's like, just show up and, and do all the homework and you'll pass. I was like, yes. <laughs> Got it. But I do remember a, a little bit of French. Not not very much. I was too busy looking at the girls. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the ITC. Short answer, not a whole lot. Mario Capizo wins. And Glorious ba Bastards was the uh, uh, was the, the, quote. the quote. I want my I want my Nazi scalps. So good. The movie's great. I, I love that movie. It's very violent, but it's, you know, it's Tarantino. <laughs> oh, that movie's so good. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, not a whole lot going on, obviously, not only because of COVID, but also because it was Thanksgiving here in the States. And uh, Canada had their Thanksgiving a little before us as well, as usual. So let's take a look at what, if anything, has changed in the rankings. Yeah. Uh, for Lucy, 40K competitive track, top five. First place, Dan Sammons. I think he's going to be the Corona King. I think so. I think with... Uh, He's going to be hard to topple. We're running out of time. It's only like a month left. Two. Yeah. And uh, the, with the LVO kind of basically off the table, um, I don't see anybody knocking him off his pedestal. He's got too big of a lead. Yeah. So, Dan Simmons, you may be the Corona King. Woo. Get it. we got to come up with a funnier name than that, although the Corona King is pretty good. Yeah. Because Corona means crown in Spanish, right, Pablo? Uh, I think so, actually. I think it is. Crown no, it's, King? A, it's a beer. No, it's not. Because <laughs> I know El Rey is king. I think Corona yeah, is crown. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, the Rona Ruler. I like that one, JTW Geek. I know. I was like the the the, the Vid Emperor. No, <laughs> that's not very good. we got to come up with something funny. I think yeah. Corona King might. Uh, yeah, Corona is crown in Latin. Thank you. Uh, anyway, second place, Ken Knox. Third, Colin McDade. Fourth, Vic VJ and fifth, Ben Chirwian. The Corona bucket for the ITC trophy. Yeah, that actually would be really funny. <laughs> we'll give him a bucket of Coronas. There you go, dude. 19 of them, in fact. You win. <laughs> That'd be a really affordable trophy as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. 
Uh, okay, Hobby Track, 40K. Jeremiah Pettit in first place. Uh, he has six events. Well done. James Weston in second. Marshall Peterson in third. James Kelling in fourth. And Dave Danhauser in fifth. Current Age of Sigmar uh, competitive track. We have Matt Beasley in first. William Sohaley in second. Anthony Trentinelli in third. Jordan Duncan in fourth. Gareth Tho- Thomas in fifth. That was, I don't know how I stumbled on that. That's a very... <laughs> Thomas. Oh, Thomas. Uh, well, you know. It happens. I'm not the smartest guy. COVID conqueror. Oh, that's pretty good. That yeah, might that's be pretty good. it. That's pretty good. Uh, or, did he really co- conquer COVID? Yeah, he won. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, hobby track for Age of Sigma. Russell Tanner is in first. Adam Kamenish in second. Will Reeves in oh, tied for second. Matt Abbott in fourth. Dan Sanchez in fifth. One of Underworld's current top five. Ivan Cho leading the pack. Glenn Dean in second, Jonathan Colson in third, Cody Handler in fourth, Mike Melody in fifth. I don't think they've played much. No. I don't think anybody has played I much. I don't though. think so, yeah. Uh, and then we got Kill Team, top five. Rudy Pertu Tetaninen in first, John Sow in second, Lucas Carone in third, Angel Alvarez Serrano in fourth, and Carlos Paz in fifth. Yeah. I like it. All right, check out this amazing commission that we recently completed. This is an absolutely stunning Nagash. Uh, this is a masterclass model. This is our uh, top level paint, uh, top level of painting, and it came out spectacularly. Yeah. It is a, the artist really outdid themselves. And you really have to take a look at the close up pictures to get an idea of the incredible amount of brushwork that went into this. For those of you who are not painters, brushwork is the most tedious um, and also the highest, in my opinion, the, the part of it that takes the most skill. And this is just covered in phenomenal brushwork, freehand, insignia. I mean, it's really a truly impressive model. It's incredible. Yeah. It's one of the nicer models, I think, that's come out of the studio in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, there's a plethora of different techniques on it. There's uh, object source lighting, uh, layering. I mean, this this really is a work of art. And it. This is something you could be proud to put it on your shelf just for a display model uh, in like a cabinet. And if you're a bold person, uh, you could use it uh, as a play model. And if you put this on the table, you are going to, uh, you're going to turn heads. There's going to be people who are going to stop at your table and go, yeah. holy cow. Um, so yeah, really just beautiful work. Uh, it's really, really, really good model. Yep. If uh, you need... To make some extra money and you like painting, I know a lot of people are in that boat. We are always hiring new painters. You don't have to be this good. <laughs> so don't let <laughs> Not this Not many people are. It would be great if you were, but um, uh, if you're a good painter, you can paint quickly. You need to make some extra money. Uh, we're always hiring. Uh, we're also setting up an in-house full-time studio here. So if you are a painter that is interested in potentially moving out here and coming in, working, in a structured environment. We're putting together that right now. We're just um, uh, just rented a unit so that the office space will be all set up. Yep. And that should be up and running within, uh, honestly, we'll probably be ready to rock with that Q1 of next year. We're, the rest of December, we're gonna be setting it up. Um, if you want to apply, go to flgpainstudio.com. There is an application form there. And uh, the, the in-house studio is gonna be really exciting. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, Painting part-time, like at home with lots of distractions, you don't get as much done. Coming in, sitting down, working as a team, going to get a lot done. Yep. A lot more done. We're really excited about this. This is something we've wanted to do for years. Uh, and if you are looking to get an army painted, uh, if you're like Frankie and maybe painting isn't your favorite, or Pablo, and uh, painting isn't your favorite part of the hobby, uh, and you want to have somebody else do it for you, we're always taking more work. We have actually very reasonable prices and some tremendously talented artists. Yep. It's funny, Frankie, you don't paint very often, but when you do, it's actually pretty good. Thanks. And it's almost always Nurgle. Nurgle, yeah, that's the easiest one. It's all washes. You're like, yeah. yep, done. Pablo I... is actually going to be painting part of his new Necron army. Ooh. Those I... new contrast paints, I think it's a lot easier to paint. It is. No? Okay. You're not going to use contrast paints, Pablo? You're crazy. I would use all contrast paints. So with my uh, with my uh, Guardians of the Covenant, which is a Dark Angels uh, successor chapter, I kind of picked it because I wanted to paint a silver army, and I kind of wanted to paint a silver army because it's easy. <laughs> um, but I, all I do is I spray it uh, gunmetal from Army Painter, and then I paint it with the black contrast, 
and then I dry brush it with Iron Breaker, dude, it looks amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like a high level paint technique. All like Israel made fun of me. He's like, oh, use contrast paints. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to get it done. <laughs> but really, for how simple it is, it looks super duper good. It has a lot of depth. Um, awesome. And then I still go in and do some line highlighting with uh, Mithril. And that, that takes a while. But otherwise, the paint scheme goes really quick and it looks nice. So. Yeah, I'm all about the easy paint schemes. Like, yeah. I think half my armies are black. Mm. I, got, I, I, I All my older armies <laughs> are these insanely like go. challenging things to paint. I just, I just don't have it in me anymore. Yeah, well, I always want something like easy enough. So I'll, I'll always have somebody else paint it, but I want it easy enough to where I could copy it in the future. So I'm like, all right, just go black. So like my Harlequins are all black, my Nids all black. Yeah, <laughs> and your Nids actually look good. Yeah, it's, it's the basing. Thing. The basing is what sells it. Yeah. Uh, Mario Capizo in the chat. Yes, Pablo is painting his Necrons gold. Um, he he had the FLG Paint Studio paint his Satan, the Voidbringer, and uh, you're getting the Silent King as well, right, Pablo? Uh, yeah, I'm actually just going to pull up a picture. Yeah. It's actually bone. The Void Dragon looks... The Void Dragon is so dope. And that was painted by the studio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, they're going to be gold crons. So I helped him paint the last army he actually painted. Well, not Ooh. even an army. It was just like a detachment. It was like a unit. It was Grey Knights. And Pablo was like, this was as awful as I thought it would be. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, know painting can be a real drag, especially when you have to paint a lot of models. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pablo's going to put up uh, the Void Dragon in the chat for those of you who are paying attention. Which chat did you put it in, Pablo? Put, uh, put it up in the, on the stream. Or it's on the stream. Oh, yeah, it's on the stream. There it. you go. Well, and that was also painted by the FLG Paint Studio, and it's it looks so sick. Yeah, it's such a cool model. Yeah. When it came out of the studio, we were like, nice. Yep. Really well done. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 713 of Signals from the Frontline. Please be sure to tune in to the other shows on the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network. All the other podcasts are better than this one. Just kidding. <laughs> are we though? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all really good and they all offer something different. Um, and I'm going to uh, I'll drop a little teaser. Ooh. It looks like the Frontline Gaming Network is going to be bringing on another show. Dun, I'm really, dun, dun. Uh, really excited about it. We get, we get applicants that, that come in uh, every pretty frequently. And then as a whole, as a team, we all decide um, if we think it's going to be a good fit. Not that, you know, anybody that has asked and, and um, didn't get in as if they're, they're, it's not a put down, probably have a great show. But we want some we wanted something that was very different than from what we're doing. I'm really excited. Um, and it's another international uh, team that will be uh, coming on board. It's not a done deal yet. We're going to wait to see their first pilot episode. But I have I, I feel really confident that it's going to be pretty awesome. Nice. So stay tuned for that. Wizard of Boss, yes. I think that's going to put us at our, our limit for the amount of shows we can have on one channel. That's basically uh, six days of a week of uh, shows. You can go seven. That's not a limit. Boom. Or three shows in one day. Yes. Three shows in a day. I don't think we'll ever go above one show per day. That's getting a little silly. Nah. Just go five. Crazy. Uh, well, thank you so much to everybody for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed chatting with all of you. Have a great weekend. And again, help spread the word about the LVO. It's sad times, but it is what it is. And until then, happy gaming. And we will talk to you all on next Wednesday.